Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with. Ha- oh, there we go. There we go. There it is. I, you know, see, I was going to say Ham Radio Podcast episode 243, but yeah. I was like, no, we're going to say episode 243. I just, I overthought it. I jinxed myself moments uh, before this podcast, but. You just uh, got to relax, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sure you guys can hear the golden voice himself. I love it. I there love it. Five years. I know. It's Five been years. Way, and it's way like, too long. I know. It's like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I was reminiscing, like I said, and, and listening to some of our shows. We had such a great time. And I was like, why wasn't this a more frequent occasion? So, I, I you know, I promised my viewers uh, weeks ago, I was like, I swear, we're going to get some really good special guests. And I, I started off with you. I was like, we got to get number one I'm honored. back on the show. Yeah, I'm, you, you I'm number one? Holy yeah, mackerel. absolutely number one. Absolutely. Now, normally when I do interviews and discussions uh, with high-profile figures like yourself at any time. I normally have, like, a list of questions, but I know uh, with us chatterboxes, this shouldn't be much of an issue, so I'm just I'm just going in raw here. Um, Do it. What have, you, what have you been up to? What have you been doing, man? Just living life, uh, grinding it out. My usual go-to thing is just, you know, hey, man, living life, grinding it out, doing the thing. <laughs> it's a uh, – it's just, it's just life, you know? You, uh, I audition. I loved. I love when people. It's funny. You wanna. You wanna have a mystical story, like you know, like. Well, after the last time we talked, I uh, I moved in with Todd Howard, and we built a golden castle together. No, uh, you know, he's after. Um, wow, it really has almost been five years. Uh, right. Yeah, it just life continues. Jobs come up. I'm still working. <laughs> Good. good. Yeah, you know, good. you still work. <laughs> I've uh, I've had some fun jobs over the years and uh, little different things here and there. But yeah, it's just uh, I'm still here, Matthew. I'm still alive, so it's Yay. good. But yeah, I mean, I, I could get into details, but you know, mainly just living uh, living here in Los Angeles with my beautiful wife and my four boys, and everything's Family's good. Doing well. Family's doing real well. Yeah, we uh, good. <laughs> No, you know, no shortness of breath, no fevers, <laughs> no coughing. I mean, I, like we talked, you know, we talked about in the pre-show, pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I we had a we had a day planned, and I don't know if that's ever going to happen because <laughs> everything yeah. is closed. Exactly, man. It's, that's, uh, that's what happened around here too. Virus weekend. We, I, you know, I did the I did the new tradition apparently, which is the inaugural. Watch Contagion from 2011, and uh, my wife and I did that last night. Have you oh, seen that movie? No, I was gonna say that sounds like based off the name, though. Great, great timing. Oh, it's <laughs> it's it's a it's a horror show at the beginning of the movie. I mean, Soderbergh just every surface that's touched by every infected hand and nose. It's disgusting. It's awesome. Oh. It was uh, yeah, but like yeah, stayed up late for me. By the way, is like 11 o'clock. So I stayed up. I was up. about to. Add- oh, yeah, I know. God. <laughs> I stayed up until the equivalent for you of four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, which was you know, eleven funny, o'clock. Uh, what's funny is I was up till four last. Are last you serious? <laughs> yeah. What were you doing? If you don't mind me asking. No, you're fine. I was <laughs> I was just playing. Uh, this game just came out, Neo Two, and uh, it has a multiplayer mode in it that I had not tried out. And so at like midnight, my friends are like, "All right, let's hop into this." Probably a bad idea because 
you just lose track of time. I swear that's not why I was late, by the way. I was actually, no, like, I I'm, a, I'm a horrible early riser. Like, for me, getting up at 10 is considered early rising for most. Oh, I figured, uh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah, 7 o'clock my time was the original date, and uh, I thought, <laughs> no, no, Matt will be up. He'll be up at 10 o'clock in the morning. He'll... <laughs> but, I, you know, uh, to be young. To be yeah. young, Matthew. Well, to be most young. days I am up around this time, but uh, you know, as of late, you know, things have just slowed down where you don't have to like sprint out of your house. So I've just been like, all right, I guess I'll sleep till eleven. Uh, why uh, not? And, and yeah, like you, you said, to be young. millennials sleep until <laughs> eleven. I know. So you said you've just been up to things. Life's continued on. No magical tale. I guess we can talk gigs, <clears throat> if you will. Has there been? Uh... Oh, was that a cough? Uh-oh. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Yes, I caught. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, uh, okay. I'm shortness of breath. I can't. I shouldn't really. I, is it too soon? No. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be probably. joking about about that. But yes, no. Yeah, that was a cough. But that was a throat clear. I'm having a second cup of coffee. Oh my! But uh, see, I, I can't get into coffee. You know, I've I've watched my girlfriend deteriorate over deteriorate over coffee. You know, she goes back and forth with it. She she's so addicted to it. She needs it to be awake and be alert. But yet, uh, she, she's trying to step away from that life. And, and Why? Does, like, does she, her hand shakes at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon and she needs another cup of like that? <laughs> let's, let's just put it this way. Like, I was out with her just this past Monday. And, you know, we're, you know, she's just, you know, normal energy level. She gets her coffee and, and she was off the friggin' walls after that. Like, she was like shaking my arm. Like, look, look, look. Like, you know, just completely different human being. It was incredible. <laughs> and it's why I love her, but it was also like one of those moments where I was like, Jesus, man, like the coffee is just a make or break for her. And I don't know if that's the same case for you. You said you're on your second cup. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to get all coked up hopefully in a couple minutes. I'm going <laughs> to bounce off the walls myself because yeah, when I, it's funny, like we'll get up, my wife and I'll get up, we'll prep for the day and I'm on my second cup of coffee. I'll be just bending her ear, talking a mile a minute. And she's like, you know, I, we got to get ready for the day. Can you stop, please? I'm like, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm all caffeinated. But um, There we go. But yeah, yeah, second cup of coffee. That was the uh, that was the cough. What did you want? Forgive me. What did you want to talk uh, no, about? No, you're fine. I, I was, I was going to say, like, you know, any specific gigs maybe that uh, have come up since old Fallout 4 back when, you know. Think of it this way, man. Like, it's crazy how long ago it was. You know, I was 18 uh, you can even see it in my Skype photo right now. You know, no facial hair. Brian, I have facial hair now. You know, I've grown up a little bit. I, I got to be honest with you. I cyber-stalked you for 20 minutes a couple days ago, <laughs> and you look like this long-haired, frosted, young, millennial <laughs> Bond villain. Am I, am and I, I looking I, good? You, you, look, you, look, you look slick, man. You look All slick. Right. I like that little, um, that little uh, you know, practical special effect edit where you're – I think it's one of your main videos where, like, you're talking like a – I don't know. You're talking like a uh, – Hey man, I got oh, I oh, oh, yeah. and then like you know you do that <laughs> yeah, you little see, that oh, little edit where you come out of the bedroom. I'm like, ah, I took out Maddie. Look at that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how things have changed? You know, back in in 2015, you know, I was only talking Bethesda stuff, and and here we are now. Like the joke is that character is Mr. Bethesda. Just you know, oh, okay. <laughs> to, to preface it all, yeah, to preface it all, you know, they made some questionable consumer based decisions. So anytime I try to be the evil villain, you know, my joke character is him. You know, I throw on a little sports jacket. So wait, he's, he's your dark past. He's like your yes, yes, essentially. So yeah, wait, he's what's my with alter the, ego? Well, he's Mister B- Mister Bethesda because of why they made some they, dubious they, blah blah blah. What? Yeah, they've made some questionable consumer focused decisions, and, and so and they 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 announced like for example, ha- have you followed like Fallout seventy six and everything? You know, out, out of curiosity, very lightly. I mean, I I ran into people that were uh, 
a part of it okay. in town. But like I haven't I, – I, I did look it up mm-hmm. uh, a while back and, um, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, I saw what you saw. I saw okay. what you probably okay, talked yeah. about. What, yeah, right. Can you delve into what, what happened there? Because I, I wasn't – I didn't do any voice work on it. But like I said, I crossed paths with a couple okay. of people and they yeah. said, well, okay. You know, <laughs> so yeah, talk, you see, talk to me about it. What's great is that the voice part is probably the best part of the game, right? Because essentially you were a part of what is now the, the last uh, great Fallout game. Um, so congrats on that. Because what happened with 76 is when it came out, you know, it was online only. So so in Fallout 4, it was single player, your traditional Fallout experience in a number of ways. 76 was completely online and it came out and it was it was literally non-functioning. <clears throat> Pardon me. It was not functioning, though. Uh, so it was broken, and Bethesda took a very long time to get on fixing it. And around the time, I feel it started to see some some actual progress, which was, mind you, like a year later, which is a very long time for games. Um, they announced this whole program called Fallout First. And uh, during that program, it, what, what it would have you do is pay, I think it was, I want to say $15 a month for some access to content in game that kind of gave you an edge in the gameplay. And uh, it would essentially be, I think, that or or 100 bucks a year, uh, which was kind of just outrageous for the state of the game. Uh, I will say I feel now it's turned a corner because they're releasing this uh, expansion that kind of turns it into a traditional Fallout game. But yeah, it's just been a very, very rocky road since its release. And they've they've kind of consistently talked up the game even though like you know and i'm a huge fallout fan you know that like i love fallout and even i've sat there and been like man this really uh, isn't looking too hot and they still kind of kept sticking their head in the sand so that's where the character was born from he used to be mr activision um <laughs> but you see like i was just like everyone likes to punch activision at this point i was like i need something a little more <laughs> unique so i switched to mr bethesda and, uh, you know, my audience got a kick out of it. And so, you know, I don't like to be that guy who, you know, kicks them around uh, the corner constantly for some, some extra viewership. I like to, you know, talk about them when it's sensical. But, uh, yeah, that's that's where my little little character was born. Wow. Well, I, I have no idea why Lone wouldn't be allowed to show up on your <laughs> show then. Hey, yeah, uh, Lone, could you give uh, can you give some credence from Bethesda, Australia, New Zealand for Mr. Bethesda? Because uh, that would that would make sense. That would, I yeah. can't I can't imagine that. Guilty wow. by association. I know. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I uh, I don't I didn't um, I didn't hear too much about any of the problems. I mean, it, to me, it looked what I saw online was it looked pretty. It looked just as pretty or prettier than uh, Fallout Four. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I heard like at first there was there were no NPCs or something like that, and then yeah. that was a thing. And then I mean, you know, I have a great memory of Bethesda, so I'm going to say you know yeah, it was it was a Herculean task and and multiplayer. You know, having basically like a huge multiplayer Fallout game, which was traditionally a kind of a literally lone kind of enterprise no pun intended uh you know probably was it was probably new ground that they wanted to just you know, tackle and um yeah i'm not gonna badmouth on mr bethesda no you, of course you can't course. hypnotize no, I, I would me i would not want to push you in that yeah, i would not want to push you in that direction no i am um, just, just. <laughs> so like i said gigs like what, what have you been doing to to pay the bills, you know, any anything significant roll through the door since you. Uh, well, I I I have a I have a little fruit stand that I walk around town 
<laughs> and I sell my oranges and my cut watermelon. All right. Uh, no. Um, Aww. Lately, uh, do you do you have do you ever play Destiny? I do not. You don't play Destiny. Well, I, I do a voice in a Des- Destiny Two expansion. Um, what else? Oh man, there's so much to go through. That's yeah. That's a, little, that's a little flex there. What else? What I else? Parse through my my vast catalog. I don't. I <laughs> I don't. It's it's mostly it's it's a lot of additional voice work on like animation stuff. Um, okay. I don't even. What other what other games? I, I'm I'm ch- I'm checking my. This is sad. Uh, yeah let me see uh oh i noticed online i am not in halo infinite by the way (laughs) that's yeah i was an error i i have done no voice work uh for halo infinite yeah i was Um, told to ask you about that and i was like is he in that i was you know because i remember you you were in halo 4 i believe right or halo 5 yeah halo 4 and 5 but not not this latest iteration no i'm not in that but um, mostly just like you know, grenade, you know, lots of. Uh, like <laughs> see, it- you're good at that. That was, <laughs> that was that was instantaneous. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny. I, I I play obviously so many games, and uh, you know, the one I was just playing last night is a perfect example, right? You're playing as this character who doesn't talk, but in combat, you know, you make the and I'm just like, I, I hear those noises, and I think to myself, like, man, it's gotta be. It, they make it sound so effortless, like you just did, and I just. <laughs> I can't fathom doing that. I think you know, I'm a little, I'm a little nasally of a child, so I think I need to grow out of that a little bit. Uh, you maybe are not. Then, yeah, maybe <laughs> then I can take it on. But I mean, you, you know, just got to get that diaphragmatic muscle in it with baby, like grenade down, down. It's, it's Jeez, when you've been was... when you've been doing it for as long as. <laughs> but yeah, mostly that. Mostly, uh, I did like Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, Days Gone. That was that was no yelling though. I was mostly just like uh, vendors and and uh, background like voice work on that. But Metro Exodus, I did uh, some religious zealot crazies worshiping uh, a fish or something like that. You know, I had this weird moment where uh, I was playing the Hitman and I was doing a mission, and I heard. I heard a character, and this is the first Hitman that, that came out in 2016. I was playing it a little bit after that. And there was this one character. It was like an Italian, I think, chef or something. And it was definitely you. Do you recall this role at all? Well, a, a chef? I think it was a chef. Like, it was, was his name Silvio? Yeah. yeah okay, I think that was like, me. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. And, and I think uh, you were the target. At that yeah. point in the mission, and, right. yeah, and yeah. I, I think I poisoned your food or something, and and oh, nice! You went stealth. Yeah, you had this <laughs> this hilarious line where you were like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Like, <laughs> and like follow your character around. I'm just hearing you just mumble to yourself the whole way. It was, it was incredible. It felt like real life. <laughs> that was yeah. That that was uh, that was a fun role. That was a fun role. That was uh, a lot of like. Yeah, like like he had a lot of ticks and like I'm going to I'm going to get you ah! like that kind of stuff. It was very fun to do. That was a fun job. Nice. Shout so, out to Jamie Mortolaro on that one, getting me that job. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Voice casting. Is, voice how do you how do you roll into some of those jobs? Is it usually of your own uh, volition, your your own talent, or is it you know more like uh, you have an agent? You know, I they mystically arrive on yeah, my I was computer say, and you, I just, just get the an email. Well, sometimes that's how it works for me. Like, I'll just get a 
I'll get an email and they'll be like, opportunity. And they'll be like, come fly out to this event and, and go play this game for, you know, advanced coverage. And it just happens. They fly all... you out to places? Yes, sometimes they do. I've, I've, I've grown so Matthew. much. Wow. Nice. Yeah. My but goodness. anyway, in, in your case, if do you I... just get the fateful email? You know, this is how it works for most people. And sometimes there's jobs where in, in voiceover, I mean, you know, I'm a journeyman voice actor. I'm just a... Uh, you know, a regular Joe, but, uh, it's really the same for most people, even great voice actors. You know, sometimes there's legacy jobs where if you're the voice of Mickey Mouse, you're the voice of Mickey Mouse until you're not the voice of Mickey Mouse anymore. And you're just constantly that role. But, um, most of the time it's the same for everybody. You, your agent sends you copy, says, please submit. It's a number of people going up for the role, even within, some of the bigger agencies, you'll have a number of actors going for the same same role. Excuse me, I have to burp. Ah, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, the um, the copy comes in. There's the deadline to submit. You send it to your agent. The agent submits it in a package. And most of the time, you don't hear stuff. Sometimes you get booked and you get it. Lately, I've been doing a little more animation than I ever have, which was really nice. I mean, I've been okay. I was in a number of uh, this is non game related, but I for years I was doing. Um, basically additional voices for uh, a lot of illumination projects like the uh, Minions and Despicable Me and Secret Life of Pets and stuff. Um, yeah, there's a number of like animals and people that I got to do, which was <laughs> And the people that I was in the session with were like, holy crap, this guy's a legend. This gal's a legend. This is amazing, you know? So I was... It was that was pretty awesome. That dates back to 2014 or 2013 or something like that. Is there a, a different approach when you're when you're doing animation versus gaming? Because we can talk about animation. It just you know we we just want to talk about Brian. Like what's Brian? Up to? <laughs> Not Brian the gamer, but just Brian. Well, uh, you know, honestly, it, I you know I'm still in my first playthrough of Fallout 4. To be honest, <gasps> <laughs> oh, God, it takes a long time. I've got other things, but. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, that's the only game I tried playing other games. But I, I, I bought like Spider Man for the kids. You know, I wanted to play for the kids and to show them. Mm. And I'm a fan of Yuri Lowenthal, and he was awesome as Spider Man, and, and everybody else was great. Um, but I just didn't have the time to just delve into the whole thing, so I had to shelve it. Um, but yeah, the uh, animation wise, it is different. I had a, I had an audition. Oh man, it was months ago. I've been doing video games so long. That I scare small children, and oh. <laughs> and what oh. I mean what I mean by that is I had this audition for uh, an animated thing that was kind of in the uh, kind of in like the uh, gosh what was it was it the DC universe or the uh, yeah no Marvel it was a Marvel kind of universe y- you know younger audience kind of television program. And I go in to do the audition, and, and I, I do – it's a villain, and I was doing a villain. And she go, the, the, the big casting director said she's, – she's, like, really prolific. She, she leans over and looks through the window at me in the booth, and she goes, you do a lot of video games, don't you? And I go – Oh, my gosh. Yes, why? <laughs> and uh, she goes, okay, that's very um, – you need to lighten them up a little bit. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I, I, they, they probably wanted, like – Oh, I'm gonna get you! And I was giving them, I'm going to kill you. Like, and I, okay, I, yeah, yeah and more I, foreboding, yeah, you know. So there is a difference, obviously, with the audience of the program and stuff like that. And um, and I, <laughs> I had to hit a different pocket. I don't know why I was like, I thought I was lightening it up, but nope, mm-hmm. I had to take that adjustment. And 
lighten it up even more. And you do different things like you, you know, you make your voice a little more endearing, endearingly evil, I guess, if that's the right term. But yeah, with um, with a lot of the, the movie stuff, though, a lot of it, especially like the uh, Despicable Me and Secret Life of Pets stuff, sometimes they want silly. Sometimes they want a little more grounded, uh, even if like in the additional, you know, other you know, unnamed characters around the world. But um, there's a different approach to all of it with, you know, with Call of Duty. It's, you know, they want heightened realism. It's funny. I with video games like I have some relatives. My brother was in the military and he would show me, you know, videos and I'd see training. And, you know, if you ever want to see how they really act, watch Active Valor from like 10 years ago. That's a lot of the guys that I've talked to in my brother's circle that during that time that's how animated you get no more and it's kind of like check moving up okay all right <laughs> and like they, you can't do that for a call of duty video game because that doesn't sound like you're saying anything right. so they, call of duty wants heightened heightened you know emotional realism so you get into that and it's it's just what we said Grenade! you know like you <laughs> sound <laughs> You gotta People are going like, to think I'm just throwing sound bites in. I guarantee it. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck was that? Uh-oh. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, sometimes you got to go, covering fire! You know, and you, you, you just need to sound like that. You have to cut through all the other sound effects, explosions, sound, you, know, you know, ambient noise or the other screaming. But yeah, mostly it's, uh, that's, that's war video games. That's soldier number one, two, and three. <laughs> you, know, with, you know, with video games, it was a little more... Uh, video games that aren't Call of Duty, there was a little more play. Like, you know, when, you know, I'll still, you know, I still have Fallout 4 jostling around in my mind. And, you know, you have all the vendors in that. Some of them were funny and quirky. Some of them were, you know, you have Sheffield, who was fun and goofy. And then you have mm-hmm. Mr. Gutsy, who's like gunner, gunnery sergeant out there and it's fun. And then you have, you know, Piper, who was real realistic and endearing. And then you have others. Zan- yeah, everybody's everybody's a little different on that you have a little bit more of a wider pocket but with anima- animation it's just sometimes it's just blow out your blow out your silliness at the mic and have a lot of fun that was i did a lot of voices in uh like i said you know secret life of pets was fun because i got to be like nine different animals in that movie and it was like oh that's not, that's really cool i've never gotten to do that before and i get to work with people who are on you know, big cartoons and the guy who plays Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2 is like standing next to me. And I'm like, this is so cool. This that is is, awesome. Yeah, that's an awesome moment. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. That was years because, ago. but still. Well, yeah, but I, you know, have you ever had, you know, the repeat of, of what we talked about uh, one time with uh, having to take a little Philly off? That always stuck with me. and I have no idea why. Like uh, a cow telling you to take a little Philly off. <laughs> right. Um not necessarily because when I'm doing even when I'm doing screaming grenade or or as you know you you've been getting a kick out of grenade like that <laughs> there's no accent that anybody can discern really that's true there's no regionalism with Fallout 4 it was one of those things where I would be speaking <laughs> I would be speaking so like intimately with people that some, yeah, sometimes that's true sometimes it would be like yo Kate, you know, ease up on it, you know, and Cal would have to go. You sounded totally regional. Can you not do that and take a little Philly off that one? And I'm like, oh, okay, I will sound perfectly Midwestern. So yeah, that that sometimes can happen. But 
Not when it's like, oh, how are you doing now? Okay. Well, like, I'm, I don't have to take any Philly off of that because that's <laughs> just out there. Yeah, but, you um, just kind of shoot it. Yeah, okay. but Fallout 4 was different because there were thousands and thousands of lines that most of which – it's not all I've just injected myself with psycho. Most of it was like, <laughs> you know, conversational and I can sound a lot like my hometown. Okay. So one one question I get a lot, I feel free to dive into this as much as you'd like, by the way, um, is about the Twitter operation. You know, you, you used to be very active on Twitter. I still... Would I you was, believe me if I said I get asked to this day? They're like, you know, people act like I'm your personal manager. They're like, Maddie, where's Brian? I'm just like... I don't know. Ten <laughs> percent. There you go. You got your ten percent. There you yeah. go. <laughs> you so, want what? What's your que- what's your I guess question, my, Matthew? My question would be: <laughs> I, I guess you know I, we know you shut down your Twitter account, and and I yeah. I don't think it was for like any personal reasons, as far as I remember. But you know, if it is, we can just skip over it. I uh, was just... threatened. My children were threatened. My <laughs> wife was no. None of that happened. Um, you know I. I bagged Twitter and I thought it was going to be temporary, but I I decided to just never go back. Um, Twitter became what Twitter can become if you just – it's not my job to be on Twitter. And I was convinced Mm – like meaning like, you know, it's it's a portal. And I started to become very (laughs) – obsessed with it because i was i was active on twitter because i had kind of a reason to be but not really like i was a part of something that had an audience and I, for about a year and a half i was like mad on twitter especially right. especially in the um you know from you know july of 2015 to when i left in 2016 and uh it just be- it became like a thing that i was kind of like on all the time and interacting with all the time and then it started to affect my mood and I'm like, you know, this is this isn't I can't do this anymore. I've just shushed my kid three times trying to like, you know, do a spell check on a tweet to a a, a guy in Australia, not loan. But you know, <laughs> and uh, I just I I had to walk away from it and I just did. I shut down that, I shut down the Facebooky thing and the Instagram and everything else and I just I'm probably never going to come back because – No, I wouldn't blame you. I, yeah, I just – you know, it became a thing. It became a thing. Some people can – like your job – there's podcasters I listen to, you know, one or two. Like their job is to be interactive in social media. Your job is entirely to be mm-hmm. uh, interact, you know, interactive on social media. To, for me, it, it became one of those things, you know, and this is, this is kind of a – I guess a mild insight. When I wasn't on it, you know, before I booked Fallout 4 – because on Fallout 4 and the recordings, even before, you know, the my involvement was even known by anybody. I was, you know, nothing, no followers or anything like that. Um, you know, before that, everybody was saying everybody is everybody. I mean, even a hairstylist told me one time, oh, you're going to be in that. Wow, OK, well, if you're in a big project, you're you're an actor. you got to get on Twitter. you got to get on Instagram. And even people involved with Fallout 4, you know, people I'd cross paths with. In the recording of it, they're like, no, you got to get on. You you're, you'd need it to get work. I've gotten work since and it's, I, after I left. And I was convinced I needed to be on it. And while it was a, a wild ride to be on it for that time, it's just – it became uh, – honestly, me personally, it became kind of a distraction. And uh, like I said, it was just like, kids, I don't love you as much. Leave me alone. I'm tweeting. <laughs> like that's not – that's not who I want to be. So I had right. to get off. Some people, 
Some people thrive on it. Some people don't. I'm one of the second category. And, um, you know, that's that's that. I have, you know, it's a I guess it's a bummer. But no, but I, I couldn't have maintained that level of activity and maintained sanity as well. So yeah, I let it I, I let uh, it go. I yeah, let I mean, it. I, I totally get that. You know, for me, it, it my job demands it. But I, I've always talked to my girlfriend about it because I much like you I go back and forth to Twitter um, but you know, I, have talked to my girlfriend about it and she was like, why don't you just like step away from Twitter? I'm like, I kind of can't <laughs> said, I, I really can't stand it. Cause I mean, especially now, uh, you know, anytime you sign in, like it's, it's just such a doom and gloom environment. And, uh, I, I just kind of made more of a conscious effort personally to just sort of yank myself out of the mess and just kind of, I, I just hop in. I talk about whatever I need to talk about. Maybe sometimes I'll scroll through my feed, um, but I've just kind of, you know, detached a little bit because. Oh, really? I, okay. Yeah, because like you know, there's there's a certain amount of input for me that that I want to handle, and uh, you know, I I kind of treat it just as like a part of my job because it's a pretty good avenue for like information passing by for yeah. if I'm going to make a video or something. That's true. Uh, so for me, you know, I'll hop in, I'll, I'll see what's going on. And then I'll, I'll sign off. You know, for me, I've tried to not stick to it as long as I used to. I used to, much like you, you know, scroll for a while and, yeah. you know, make sure, like, I, I put a ton of attention into it. Um, and then, like, you know, I, I realized I made progress when um, the the other day I went on and I realized I hadn't posted something in three days. And I was like, well, my channel's still doing well. People are still interacting with me. So I guess... Now, I don't want to say this is not a fundamental part of building the business, so to speak, but uh, yeah, it, it kind of made me feel a little better about being able to step away because you know, social media, even the the positive pressures can kind of weigh on you. Kind of like it seems may have happened with you in a sense. Where, yeah. Uh, for me, you know, you want to interact with everybody, uh, but you can't give everybody attention, and that's not for us to say we're so famous, but we're just more so saying like uh, there's a lot of you and one of us. And so, yeah, it can it can be tough in that manner as well. Yeah, so, I, I just wanted to make sure we got the question answered because just so many people still ask me about it. Years <laughs> later, really? Yeah, man. I mean, look, wow. it, yeah, people people love you, man. Whether you realize it or not, I mean they <laughs> they are uh, huge fans of you. Uh, you are a genuine, awesome guy, and uh, you have a Aww. infectious personality. You really do. <laughs> Wow, man! Thank you. That's <laughs> well. No, thank Brian, you very much. I'm I'm embarrassed. I I need now. I need to tweet something. No, I <laughs> I uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I um, it's uh, it's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, it's it's a decision I had to make, and mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. And I, you know, honestly, there's there, there's uh, I'm I'm convinced, but it's a personal. It's a personal viewpoint, but I'm convinced whatever, you know, any social media can be toxic. So I wanted to say no to that. And if, if, by the way, if that meant that I would lose some sort of lose work in some way, I was at peace with, well, I'm, I'm at peace with not getting work. I don't (laughs) think I still get copy. I have great agency. I'm with a great agency with great agents and, you know, Years ago, I remember when I first started doing voiceover and I first started doing gaming and stuff like that, uh, you know, who were the big gaming people? Well, one of them was uh, Jennifer Hale. So I'd look up, you know, I looked up Nolan North. I looked up, you know, other people, Jennifer Hale, Yuri Lowenthal. 
And uh, when I saw an interview years ago with uh, Jennifer Hale and they asked, so how do you, you know, because there's this with game the gaming community, like voice actors are, I, you know, the A-list voice actors are like Nolan North and Troy Baker and, you know, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where like there's this persona where like or this, um, uh, you know, sense that like. I was going to say the Harvey Weinstein of gaming, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> you know, not him, but like, you know, the big producers of, of games that are like legendary producers call up voice actors or call up their agents and offer them roles. And you, like I said, years ago, I'm, when they asked um, and it was like a video interview, it was a very nice interview. It was there was a set. It was a, a podcast that was I think it was a podcast that was very, you know, very cool looking. And it was like, wow, OK. And she's a guest. And they ask, how do you get your roles? And I think you guys may have asked that. And I said, you know, I audition. She said, I audition for every one of them. And I'm like, really? Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know that it never stops. You know, it, it, something may have changed. That was 10 years ago. But, mm-hmm. excuse me, something may have changed for her. But for me, in my mind, I'm like, you have to audition. It's auditioning is a way, is, is the job. And even if, um, like, I've been on jobs, and I won't say who the actors were, but, you know, they, to me, were, like, big to me. And, on, and by the way, not just video gaming, but other jobs. And I'm like, they auditioned for this? Wow, okay. Well, you know, that's – and it's not, a, it's not slagging them off. It's, it's like this is, this is what it is. How do you get jobs? You audition. The perception back five years, five years ago for me that I wanted to reject, but I kept getting – you know, honey poured in my ear, like you need to get on Twitter, you need to get on social media that like it'll help your career. (laughs) I remember you you saying that. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that it did. Um, Now, that's personal. That's my personal viewpoint. I don't believe that it did only because it came at a cost. That's the first half. And the second half is you still got to audition. I'm never going to have 20 million followers. And, you know, when you look at the Internet and the the tides and the trends and, you know, you know, like the Internet is when somebody says I saw it on the Internet to this day, even younger people like yourself. Oh, it's on the Internet. Well, you know, that's it's a dubious proposition if it's on the Internet. So, I mean, like if you can invent followers and there's bots on the Internet and stuff like that, there's there's kind of a kind of a it's kind of tarnished anyway. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well. It's not for everybody, and I'm one of those people, but a lot of people have a lot of fun with it. They have businesses that need it, and they run their lives on it, and that's that's the 21st century. I mean, that's the kind of job it is, but um, with me, it's one of those things where I'm like, um, I'm okay. I'm okay if I don't get work, if I don't have this or I don't have that. You know, it's, I don't need, nobody needs, in my opinion, and this is, and I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an actor, so I'm like, I have the narcissism gene more than most of the other people. I honestly believe this. Nobody needs my opinion on things. Nobody needs to hear from me. Nobody needs, you know what I mean? Like if you enjoy, if you enjoy whatever I do, that is cool. Honestly, the actors, in my opinion, get a little bit more attention as it were, especially in gaming when I still venerate uh, the developers. You know what I mean? Like the two... In all of Fallout 4, looking back, and this isn't a lie, and there were a lot of fun things about the job. Two of my favorite things, and this isn't the, the whole list, there's other things, but two of my favorite things was one, hanging out with you, Noah, and Lone, 
And oh. the other thing was the night before the Fallout 4 launch party in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Not the Fallout 4 launch party in Los Angeles. The night before, and I think I told you this, was hanging out with um, a lot of the developers. And some of them brought their you know, spouses and I got to talk to the this whole table of people that made the game. You know what I mean? Like really made the game. Yeah. And I, I remember going bananas over I me, I remember going going bananas over this guy named I think his name's John. Okay. And and he what's that? No, I said okay. Like, okay. I, was, I was encouraging you to go the, on. The th- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you so much. But this guy named John, I think oh I, I don't want to forget his name, but it's been so long. And I'm getting I'm getting old. No, but, um, the ageless wonder. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to take that one. There we go. Thank you, Matthew. Um, he he basically made the game play on consoles. His job was super programming, making sure all platforms played the game. He was like the ambassador of making it work on the PS4 or the Xbox or or whatever. You know what I mean? The, okay. Everything. And I remember going, tell me about your job. And he's he was kind of an introverted, shy fella, and he didn't know what to say. And he's just like, it's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is. You're going to make my game work on my console, and this is awesome. I was like going bananas over that guy, and his wife was like looking at me, and then looking at him. See, honey, you are that's really wonderful. You know, like talk, <laughs> talking him, talking him up because he didn't think his job was, I guess, that important. Maybe he did, but like he didn't let on that he was vain about it. He just he's just works at Bethesda, and he did a great job. I remember going bananas over that guy. And the guys, like I told you, that made the sky, you know, the beautiful, mm. wispy, clouded blue skies. and Oh, it's a beautiful sky. Oh, my goodness. It. it was gorgeous. The backgrounds, the the artwork, the, the, the two fellas that were at the table anyway that, like, made the rocks and the mountains mm. and the trees and the bark. And, like, well, yeah. you know, that was, like, awesome. <laughs> that was a good time. And the ham radio time. And, uh, yeah, like, so, I mean, it's one of those things where – those those are some of my those are great memories but mm-hmm. in the end i mean you know after it was I, you know it was one of those things where you know your life is going to change now man and you know it did and it didn't and it was just like you know i still audition for stuff i've been booking like i said you know little animation gigs here and there on like fun shows that are going to you know from different studios and stuff like that and then that's always fun but that came out of auditioning and I had to go to a callback and I had to book the job and I had to show up and I had to get direction. Yeah, so and it's it's the, not it's not magical. It's OK. Most yeah. most most voice actors you meet or talk to uh, have to audition unless they're a celebrity and they're and even then I don't even know. But if unless they're a celebrity and I mean like a celebrity celebrity, they get offered the job knowing that their excuse me, their name recognition is going to produce some viewership or something like that. Most of us have to audition and it's. It sounds unsexy, maybe, but it's that's what it is. It's what it work. is. Yeah, it's work. It oh, is okay. a job. Yeah. So yeah. So that, yeah. That that kind of probably makes you feel more comfortable with the decision you made. And uh, I, I guess I, in, a, in a similar way, I had a a situation where when I started to look at some of the really popular creators, and I've never aspired to be like a multi-million follower kind of guy. I just don't think sometimes I have the personality for that and that's not me even like talking myself down just like i don't want to engage as constant as what's required of people on that level like they got to be live every day they got to yeah. be doing like x y and z like they're attached to their business where i'm like how do you have room just to live life 
And so I personally took peace with saying, you know what? I like where my audience is at. I'm going to try to grow what I have here, but I'm not going to grow at this exponential rate. If I do, we'll handle it when we get there. That'll be crazy. But, um, <laughs> right. you know, I, I've still managed to grow my business while kind of keeping a, a peaceful personal life, which I've been really happy with. And oh, I God, found similar to you with, you know, Jennifer Halen being like, oh, she's still auditions. I, I look at a YouTuber I really like. His name's Scott DeWaz, and he's like, he's huge, you know, and anything he posts, it doesn't matter what. He could... He could write on a napkin for like five minutes and it would just <laughs> do extremely well. And 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 I, I look at his Twitter and he tweets like once a week about the video he posted and literally that's it. And I'm like, oh, okay. There you okay, go. Then like, yeah, right there I saw that. I thought, wow. I mean, maybe he's a special case, but it's like, that's what I want. You know, he's he's just this character who people really like and they find him entertaining and it's like when's your video live and that's it and and so i aspire for that you know that kind of thing and that's a and, good uh, way to go man yeah I, I when you see that you go okay there is a there's a precedent a healthy balance yeah yeah and, I, I and so i i respect that you do that that you you value your personal life enough to you know say we're gonna drop the twitter operation here yeah i tw- you know that's the thing twitter isn't in- inherently evil I was evil on Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was the problem. I mean, you know, it's like it, it, most people think it's, you know, money is the root of all evil. Money is not – that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, right? So mm. it's not money. It's not Twitter. It's the user. The user became the problem. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's what it was in my case. But, you know, it, there's also like you were, you were getting into um, like a year or two ago. I can't remember now. My wife, my wife, you know, she's into fitness. She's very fit. You know, she she was following a podcast or a YouTuber, and he did a lot of exercise videos that she was like kind of. Oh, she thought that was kind of cool. They were short. They were they were you know targeted, and uh, she she just saw him fall off the face of the the earth for a, a couple of weeks, and then when she went back to look him up, it was like he had to give this kind of apology video or explanation video mm-hmm. he he had this thing where he thought hey i'll just start a youtube channel and put my exercise workout my workouts on there and maybe they'll be benefit somebody else or something like that and then the audience grew but then he felt such pressure to yeah. maintain content and he felt such pressure to produce and the moment he was finished and the moment he posted the moment everybody drank down what he gave them they demanded more and then he felt mm-hmm. the pressure to keep producing keep producing he 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 like had to walk away he almost had a nervous breakdown he was ignoring his wife and kids and it was just like <laughs> holy Matt, like like you know what i mean like i was just like wow that can be such a dangerous piece of territory here you know like in any pod, in any youtuber like the i like i like i'm a gun enthusiast i like gun videos even gun video, guys. You know, like or subscribe. You know, hit the thumbs up button and uh, you know, leave a comment. And then at some points they'll say, "Hey, man, you know, leave a comment." You know, even if it's like a you know a bad comment, leave it. And I'm thinking they're asking for trolls to leave comments. Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how much viewership they need. That's crazy. Yeah, because it, it, it like bumps up your interaction. Like you know, a lot of YouTubers go like, if you like the video, you know, you can give it a thumbs up or you can give it a thumbs down. I'm like, don't fucking give my video a thumbs down. I know, I right? I, did, like, I don't think I did shit to deserve that. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> like you know, like you're even asking for bad press. Yeah. And it's just like that. That's that's a lot of pressure, man. Like I, I even like uh, toyed with the idea of like, ah, you know, YouTube channel. That's cool. A couple of years ago. And then mm-hmm. I thought to myself, nah, no, I can't. 
I don't want to, you know. It's a, it's a lot of demand. You know, it's interesting because it, it kind of solidifies you know, one of my beliefs of like, you know, everyone has their calling. And I, I believe that this is my calling. Like, I think I was, you know, built in a, in a manner of speaking to, to do this work because I kind of navigated and managed to figure out how to maintain a life where I'm not having breakdowns. I mean, yeah, I back in like 2017, I was in like a horrible state. You know, I was very overworked. I did not have a good work-life balance at all. And I literally had to walk away for a little bit of time uh, because I just, I could not, it wasn't for me. I don't feel the pressure uh, because and, and I don't want anyone in my audience to take offense to this. It's not like I don't care what people say, but I've sort of developed a thick enough skin where um, even when people demand something of me, uh, I, I am aware of it, but I, I don't let it get to me so much that I feel that pressure. Um, it's right. almost like an like kind of like a like you're stiff arming like like in a, in a football <laughs> game. You know that's that's what I'm constantly doing. You know I'm stiff arming the feels, um, just trying to keep my head above water. Um, but yeah, back in 2017, you know I, I did not have that balance that I, I worked uh, really hard on. I, I've mentioned her a bunch, but I, I really have to thank my girlfriend for when I had met her in 2018. She sort of uh, encouraged me getting on the right track with the schedule and. Um, you know, some days like the, the pressure I felt more than anything was like, I got to get a video out every day. I got to get a video out every day. And she's like, what if you just didn't upload for a day? And I'm like, why would I do that? <laughs> why, would I, why in the world would I do that? You That's know, insanity. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if it applies in the, in the voice actor realm where you're like, why would I pass on this gig? Or, you know, if you freak out, if you don't have a gig for like a week, maybe right. I don't know how it works, how work rolls in and, and how like consistently you're, you're in the booth or not. Um, but for me, it's like, I'm, I, I have this feeling of when I make a video, like I feel like I've worked and if I don't make a video for the day, I feel like I've just kind of sat with my, with my thumb up my ass and, and did absolutely nothing. Um, and it gets to me. And so she kind of talked me out of that and being like, you know, some days you, you can just not upload. And she showed me like a bunch of YouTubers, like, look, this person uploads once a week. This person uploads three times a week and they still run this as their job. And she's not saying Hey, you can be that person, or hey, you should try to be that person. She's saying though that you can still find success without having to be like punching the clock constantly. That's a, that's great counsel from your girlfriend, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you know, I I, I owe her a lot for that for sure. But it, to, more to my point is finding that balance and uh, stepping away from things has always been a a key factor in and having a a work life that's enjoyable while still liking your actual life uh, <laughs> you know, know how else to put it do you know do you mind if i ask some inside baseball on what you do oh by all means well i i, I thought this was an interview for you but here we go <laughs> uh, my next question for mr schrader <laughs> this is your job right like this yes you this is you make a salary or you make you're monetized so you get correct income from your from what you do as mr maddie plays yes that is incredible. Can you talk? Can you talk a little bit about that? Meaning, like, when did you first make your first dollar? Oh, being Mr. Okay. Maddie. So, and what, like, what how, percentage? Like, you know, proportionally, how, how have you exploded? Like, you, like, do, do, are you a homeowner? <laughs> do, you, do you have a mortgage? Do you know? Okay, so like, how do this you gonna uh, be a, a mouthful? All right, so do it. First part of your question. Um, if you're not comfortable with your guest asking no, the questions, like I. I can You're fine. chin alone. Uh, Mitty, like, uh... Uh, what? How do you make money <laughs> doing what you do? 
No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> much much like you, I have a bit of a, a narcissistic gene in me, so I, I don't mind talking about myself. Um, <laughs> there I you feel go. like you got to be a little bit of a narcissist to, to be a YouTuber, quite frankly, because you literally think your your freaking opinion matters on everything. Um, <laughs> I don't overvalue my opinion, but I definitely sit there and go like, oh, I hope this matters to someone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for me, when it comes to my first check um, – my first like actual actual check. This was before partners stepped in to help handle some of the money coming in and setting up ads on your videos. There was just Google AdSense, and Google themselves would send you a check like every five months or something. And I remember uh, my my channel blew up from Skyrim in 2011, yeah, 2011 slash 2012, and it was I want to say February of 2012. And I got a check in the mail and it was like a couple hundred dollars. And, and I mean, that's awesome. my videos were doing like ridiculously well. And I was like, whoa, this is like, I didn't expect this at all. This is crazy. And, you know, that was like the moment I thought to myself, wow, yeah, this is, this is going to keep, you know, you can actually make money off of this. And originally I, I had the goal of just keeping it as a side thing and just kind of, you know, sticking with it and going to school, which I did, getting my degree, which I did. Um, What'd you and, get, and, what, what did you get your degree in? Oh, nothing special. <laughs> nothing special. Just general, general studies, general okay. academics. Yeah, Copy just because at this point, when I was going for my degree, uh, I was undecided what I wanted to fully major in. So I wanted to get just like the general academics out of the way. So uh, eventually, I would have, if I continued on with school, uh, gone into animal science because I'm I'm very passionate about animals. Ah. Uh, but yeah, so for me, I, I I was at that point when I was ready to make that decision, you know, the branching path, if you will. Uh, I was already at a point where I was making enough full time or making enough to go into full time and to try to give it uh, my all. But um, I'm not a homeowner. Um, I, <laughs> I, I I make enough. Are you still to... in the state of New York? Yes. OK, cool. yes. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I do own a – not own, sorry, I should say. I rent a office space now, so I have my own little studio. I saw um, – yeah, I saw a video yeah. of, of your new studio build like a year ago or something like that, right? Yeah. In and, six and, months. Uh, or was it longer than that? It might have been shorter than that. I, I, I'm trying to remember because I was freaking out over that one. I always freak out when I do like a Patreon trailer, which was a, a big part of growing my audience too because uh, you kind of build a community there. But it gives you a bit of a safety net that YouTube just absolutely doesn't have. Um, but yeah, if thanks to the Patreon and, and, um, my audience staying patient with me for sure, uh, I definitely had to, to grow up a lot in a, in a number of ways. You know, like I said, I was listening to our show and like at, at one point, I, I kid you not, like I literally told people like to fuck themselves and jerk me off cause they called me clickbait. I was like, God, like handling that that way i was being facetious still but like i was you know even putting that out into the ether is like a joke to your audience it's just so mind-numbingly stupid <laughs> and, that, and, and i'm just that like that can be alienating that yeah, can be alienating exactly yeah even if it's sarcastic which i think a lot of people know i am it still exactly can be like oh, this guy's kind of a douche and uh that's why i always like i know every uh, YouTuber or streamer, you know, they're thankful for their audience. But I tell my audience all the time, thank you for sticking with me. Because, you know, I had some bumps in the road along the way before I got to where I am now. And certainly I'm not saying there's not room for improvement, but I think I'm in a good spot right now um, where, where I'm, I'm making good content. I'm, I think I'm a little more mature at this point in time without, you know, without overstepping uh, drastic boundaries like I, I used to uh, when I was younger. And, um, you know, that kind of comes to growing up, but 
Yeah, in a long-winded response to your question, um, I, no, make, I, right. could, I could I could probably like rent a like if me and my girlfriend like put our salaries together, I'm sure we could you know rent out a house or something like that. Uh, I'm not like some of these YouTubers who are actual millionaires. Uh, I like to define it as you know I'm in a good spot financially where I'm comfortable, but you know I, I actually. Um, to my surprise, you know, I, I met a, a a viewer or a listener at uh, a GameStop, and I've met you know people at GameStop before. And one time I did, and the person asked me like, you know, don't you get your games for free? Like, what are you doing here? And I think <laughs> see, exactly, that's, see, that's the question. That's right, right? Like, that's your <laughs> equivalent to don't you get offered roles by you know exactly? No, yeah, you everyone, go out, and you yeah. buy the game. You know exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, look, man. Like, I may have a job, and I I may be you know comfortable enough to you know pay for some of my bills and 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 take care of what I need to with some leftover money to store in savings. Uh, but I was like, I still use GameStop to like trade in my games. I still need that trade credit. It's why I'm a big advocate for uh, keeping GameStop around. They they seem to be kind of going downhill. What's going and, on? My local GameStop's closing. I, I just yeah. I rode by and I'm like, uh, Aww, we're closing. We're selling the. They're selling the light fixtures. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I love that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So they've just because downloadable games have have oh, just yeah. risen so much and everything's digital nowadays. Um, so brick and mortar they, GameStop, yeah, game shops are going down, huh? Yeah, they're they're struggling, so they're gonna have to condense. And uh, yeah, that's why I'm a big advocate for like, well, hold on, like number one, people don't have that great internet. Number two. You know, I personally, I know many others make strong use of their trade-in stuff and making sure, I mean, could you sell stuff on eBay and, and get the money that way? Yes, but I guess having it within a system and, and you know, GameStop will have some kind of cool trade-in offers at times. Uh, but, you know, more to my point, uh, while I may be in what I, I consider a pretty good position, I, I definitely still make use of systems like that because you just want to be foolish um, and, and they're certainly really helpful. Okay. But uh, yeah, that that would be my response to you. Wow, well done. Question. <laughs> now you're gonna. <laughs> All right. There's my next question was when are you gonna get married? But I won't. I won't put you on the spot with that one. Oh, <laughs> I, oh man. Are you engaged? Are you gonna announce right now on this interview I mean, that you're I, I you're wish. engaged? Oh, okay. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend's either gonna be ticked at you or me. I don't know. Because I, right? <laughs> I was gonna send this her way, and now I'm like, oh, oh no. I don't know. Given what you've said, you speak very highly of her. She's a good consigliere, a great counselor, a very, very wise person. Well, yeah. What, what more can you ask for, right? You know, uh, there you go. Not uh, only just a, a beautiful woman, but a, a great partner who, who supports wow. you in, in all you do. And, and going, Maddie. You, this is good. And just, good. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm saying this because I'm, I'm envisioning her listening. She, she was steaming a little bit over... Well, well, we'll get engaged down the line. And she's like, what a piece of crap. Oh, but he's saying, hold on. He's talking me up. He's gassing me up here. So, you know. Uh, you speak very highly of her. It's very wonderful. It's it's amazing that she's on your journey since 2018. Mm-hmm. And she's made she's helped you make some healthy decisions. It sounds like um, sounds like she's the one. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well so. done. I would say so. Yeah. Thank you. Oh. Took, a, took a while. Oh. No. <laughs> took a while. You're going to have to buy a ring. No, I'm just I know. This is no pressure. This is no pressure. (laughs) I'm feeling it now. I'm a fan of uh, being married to a wonderful woman, so. Yeah, I mean, who who wouldn't be, right? (laughs) I'll let you off the hook, pal. I'll let you off the hook. (laughs) (laughs) This was my plan all along. She would be a a big fan of you. Let's let's move on for your own comfortability. 
oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm I'm chilling here. Like I said, no pressure on my end. I'm feeling all right. Um, awesome. man, yeah. I, had, I had another question for you, but it has just escaped my mind in our and our and our minor distraction. Let's just uh, you know, we won't get into it because I know that there was a thing with a guy in a place. But let's just say that we miss loan. And yes. uh, this is a reunion. It's not quite a reunion. It's, it's <laughs> the main. It's there's two of four. We're yeah. half, half a it's reunion. Like, uh, it's okay. It's like you know we were getting together for a holiday dinner, was, but you know uh, Uncle Johnny uh, Roses couldn't show up. I know Johnny Roses. Oh, that, yeah. that's a question I had for you. W- w- did you? When did you see him? When did you see his face for the first time? Was it at E3 <sighs> 2016? It was a little bit before that. Okay. He had sent me and – this actually is going to be a cool, as you would say, inside baseball story because I don't ah. think anyone knows this. We had said we know what Lone looks like. That was like one of our biggest things for our podcast, uh, like just knowing what Lone's face was. He had – like I said, he went on vacation with his girlfriend and we were like – no and I were just joking with him. Like, you know, sometimes we do give him crap for it, but like we were, at this time we were just like, oh, send us a picture of where you're at. And like we're thinking, <laughs> you know, ah, ha, ha, you know, another passing – uh, a joke about Lone's secret identity. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I remember it was like really late. It was like two in the morning. I'm I'm about to go to bed. I just get a, a picture from him and it's just him with his girlfriend. We're like, what the hell? Wait, like now he's, po- now this man's posting selfies all over the place. Now, now he's, now he's on the map. I know. Um, it was just, which is a wild, wild thing. Uh, but yeah, the first time I'd seen him and only time I'd seen him in person. Now that I think about it was 2016. Um, and my goodness, was I just, I was, when we had met, I remember you being like, man, you're kind of quiet in person. I, I, I like, I know. so tired. Oh, okay. okay. I was, I was tired. It was my first E3. I was an overwhelmed young boy. I was nervous. Would Brian like me in person or <laughs> was I just a good internet personality? You wonder those things, right? And I let it get the best of me. So hopefully if E3, you know, it got canceled this year. If it comes back, I'd like to redeem myself. But, um. <laughs> You know, as it stands, uh, yeah, the only time I saw Lone and his face was uh, over those pictures and uh, at E3. And at that E3 in 2016? Yeah. Had okay. you seen him before I? No, no, no. I mean, that day. I mean, I don't know when you saw him or if you saw him earlier in the day. Yeah, but that must have been wild. I told me to meet him at somewhere on the floor at the convention center at, for E3. And, uh, you know, he kind of looks. And I'm, I, I remember thinking to myself, I expected – kangarooier like i just don't remember <laughs> i was thinking oh like that voice and i put it to the face and he he looks like like he looks like a persian prince you know what yes. i mean like he, yeah. I, I expected for some reason i expected thor i don't know why but i just <laughs> I, I expected something completely different and then i thought my goodness he's like swarthy and roguish and he looks very nice in a sport coat like that was just the first thing i thought dress as well Yes, he dresses very well. He's a very sharp, sharp-dressed man. But, yeah, I remember thinking, like, that's so crazy seeing everybody. You know, I kind of, you know, you, I knew what you looked like. I didn't know you were that tall. Oh, yeah? You were like a skyscraper. Every, you were... Everyone seems, yeah, that's why I, I hear this all the time. I, I told, I told, I always say to my family, I just would not mind being, like, just two inches shorter. Two, two really? Inches. You want to be shorter? Yeah, because, like, I, I just, I get... Not like you've annoyed me, by the way, but I just I everyone's always like, oh, my God, you're so tall. I'm like, what the what the hell do you want me to say? Like, I'm talking about in the face to face. Like, wow, you're tall. It's like, wow, I know. Thank you. Thank you for putting me on alert. On you, something I- you and Noah, you and Noah were very tall. And I remember thinking like, Noah is gigantic. Goodness. Yeah. He, he looks like, holy Mac, is he a bouncer? He's like, it's like, just, he was like, a, you know. 
And it was just like, wow, and he wore glasses again. He still wears glasses to look a little bit more bookish, I guess, because if he didn't, he might look like he was going to pound me or something. Like, it was awesome. <laughs> it was like, yeah, you were very tall. That's why I uh, – I, that's one of the things I thought, like, oh, you know, like, wow, I yeah. now know what Johnny Roses looks like. By the way, Johnny Roses. Yeah, can we with, talk about that with for a that second? accent, I mean, he has the perfect name. I thought to myself, like – you like shoot 'em up game. You like Bethesda and get games with guns. I thought like you should do. You should have a new podcast called Guns and Roses or something like that. Like you, you got to do something with Johnny Roses, Johnny. Honestly, Down yeah, he 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 has a very brand worthy name, I, right? Uh, and, and, and it's funny because like when it came to you know we don't really get ever fan art so to speak but when we did get it it was always of like a kangaroo who was jacked or chiseled right because right. no one knew what long looked like right, right. And, and so it was just like he was our our core to, or the heart to our show <laughs> it's funny uh, he, i don't think he realized that he i don't i don't think he, he knows that how how much he uh how much he brought to the table uh you know for me i was kind of just the host who and i still play it like this with carrick you know, I was a host who just you know, posed the question or brought the conversation to the table because, you know, I have like six other videos a week to kind of just run my mouth. I usually like to set the stage for, for other people to talk. And so I used to just kind of pose the question and let Noah alone or whoever was guesting kind of run with it and, <laughs> and go wild. But uh, I don't think Lone realized the same thing with Noah, how much, you know, they both had their, their own impact. One thing I can say is with, without Noah, we don't have that comedic kind of off the walls humor like i'm just uh it takes a lot for me to just not be like a straight shooter like sometimes it has to it re it's really weird it's something it's like my next uh, attempt to fix myself as i would say um because i i, I sometimes like someone will like crack a joke and i just won't even realize because i'm such a, a, a like a hard-on straight shooter <laughs> it's to my own deficit i'm and, and i'm just like all right i gotta i gotta loosen the fuck up here um and so I'm getting better at it, but, you know, it, it, at first it's deliberate. Eventually it'll come naturally. There you go. I mean, it takes time, man. You know, it, it, I mean, I, to be honest, you know, having, you know, Lone you know, interject his comments and like, have that have that Australian flavor. You know what I mean? The <laughs> down under flavor always helps. And then there's, oh, you know, and, you know, Noah with his arc greased bar chapstick you know like that was yeah. that was oh always fun i can't believe you remember that That's but so anyway funny. but anyway uh, uh, onward and upward for everybody everybody's seems to be doing well and that's always good i'm glad i got to check in with you yeah absolutely. but what else is uh what else is going on what else is happening what else do you want to know Whew. with you oh man what don't i want to know my wife is still beautiful I was gonna say she's overlone. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my what else? god! What else did we talk about? I, it is amazing that it's been five years. That Isn't is amazing. It, yeah, it, it feels it, it's crazy because we sort of just hopped on a call and picked up like it was uh was like it was yesterday. I know we're a, like buddies. A sign of true friendship. I, it's, I, it's an East Coast vibe, man. You have the East Coast it absolutely is. East Coast U.S. vibe. But well, yeah, we come from the the city of brotherly love, right? That's right. So. That's right, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah I'm from you know, Philadelphia, and you're up there, and I, I won't say where. But. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was uh, I was in Philadelphia. Was it two years ago? Yeah, about two years ago. It was at the beginning of 2018. What took you there? Yeah, uh, we just wanted to go on a guys' trip and just like explore the city. And oh, um, cool. Where'd you it eat? It was crazy. Uh, oh man, I can't. Oh, the dogs want to want to chat a little bit. It seems. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it, honestly, um, and they'll they'll just keep barking. So I'm gonna try to maintain focus here while they while they pop. <laughs> You're off. an animal scientist lover. Oh so, yeah, we go. went to a kind of a, a pub thing. I couldn't tell you by name any of the restaurants we went to because okay. what stuck out to me most about Philadelphia, and I, I want to know if, if if you had a similar experience, is this has to be one of the most like when it comes to the walking the streets. It's one of the most empty cities I've I've ever been in. Was yeah. it like that for you? Like, I, 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 you know, it depends on the night. It depends on the day. I mean, it's in downtown, the center city on a work day. You'll have a lot of, you know, foot traffic. If it's, you know, if you're on Walnut Street and you're going from pub to bar to bar or something like that on a Friday or Saturday night, you might get some foot traffic. Old City had a lot of foot traffic. You know, during the day, you might have, you know, around like, you know, the Liberty Bell and Independence Hall mm-hmm. and Betsy Ross House and stuff like that. You know, you might have a little foot traffic, but it's definitely not what you see, you know, in New York City in movies where, you know, it seems like <laughs> yeah. everybody in the universe is just yeah. walking somewhere. It's, I guess uh, that's what I was accustomed to, right? Because yeah. in, in New York City, it's just like, oh, my God. It's a mob scene, I, yeah. I can't breathe. But uh, in, in Philadelphia, I remember we made like a walk from a restaurant to – I forgot. We were going to a market. Uh, you would probably know it. Um, it, it was this uh, – I don't know how to describe it. There was a specific word, like a market square that was like a, a huge line of vendors of like various foods and Was this out? Whatnot. Was it like uh, South Philadelphia, the – you know, the um, South Philly, like the Italian market? No, no, it was okay. uh, it was like a it, like they had like a a pastry place from France, and they had oh, uh, is this like, like was seafood. it like food, <laughs> like Donardo's? Did you go to Donardo's? Maybe I I, I wish I remember the name because okay. if we it was upscale, it might have been Old City. The Old City was I, were I there a lot to... were there a lot of cobblestones in the streets? If they still have them, uh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. this you area, were probably Old City, yeah, yeah. And and so I remember we made the walk from a restaurant to this market essentially and there was like two people we passed on the road on like a 10 minute walk and it was the weirdest thing i was like aren't we in a city um <laughs> what time so of day kind of, what day of the week and what time of day uh day of the week I, it was a weekend oh okay. and it was around we'll say five oh six okay you know, That's we weird. just ate so yeah it was maybe even earlier than that because we had left that day too we had gone there and then we left um so it, yeah, we may have been even around four o'clock. It was it was just something that stuck out to me. Granted, it, now this may play a factor, my friend. It was the winter time. It was, oh, it was January. <laughs> okay, well that that definitely is a thing. It's yeah. uh, that would yeah. It's not a crowded. It's not a super crowded foot traffic city. But it, mm-hmm. if it's cold, if it's you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that could have been a factor. Okay. But yeah, I missed the food. I hope you ate yeah. hard. I hope you ate hearty. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I don't, once again, don't recall what I ate because, you know, like, for example, I, I haven't been there enough to establish traditions. What do I want to do? What do I want to eat? You know, Boston, I've gone there like four times now, and I love Boston. Awesome. Uh, city vibes me well. Uh, but every time I go there, I go to this seafood restaurant called Legal Harborside, and they just have this delicious seafood there. And... uh Nice. I have a lobster bisque that just <laughs> hits hits very well, and uh, my goodness! And I, I just you know I have traditions like that, right? Like I could tell you what I ordered right off the menu from various restaurants in Boston, but I have yet to establish my 
my presence enough in, in Philadelphia. Okay. I got a cheesesteak. Oh, you gotta. You yeah. gotta. Where'd you it get it? Like these, uh, you remember where you got it? Yeah, because there was – what I specifically remember is there was this, like, rivalry. There were, like – Pats and Gino. Yeah, yep. right. There, yeah, there were these <laughs> – there you go. Yeah, because there were these two cheesesteak places, and, and they were directly across the street from each other. Yep. And right when you look up online, like, which do I get? It's just, like, those two at the top, back and forth. Yep. And you're like, uh, <laughs> so am I winning either way? Uh, one of the places was closed, so – Oh, I which one? I think it was. There's the one that has all the neon. Geno's has the big neon frontage. Yeah, there was one that was kind of like it was kind of like a diner on the inside. Like it had the old fashioned stools, and it kind of had like a, a oh, bar wow. up front. It's been so then, like, long. I got it standing to the up. Left. I got Wiz Wit from Pat's 15, 20 years ago. Oh <laughs> I was, my gosh. I stood up and got yeah, it. It's... Did you order it properly? If you went to Pat's, <laughs> hold on. I was ordering it like properly. you know Wiz Wit, <laughs> like Wiz Wit. I want no. cheese, cheese whiz with the cheesesteak, wet onions, because you say wet. Oh. Whiz wet. Because if you, no. you got to order it. It's not like the soup Nazi or anything, but you, it's fun to order it with, like, you know, the Philadelphia, right. you know, the Philadelphia flavor. Right. But, yeah. Straight shooting. Matt was like, Phil, Phil, uh, Philly cheesesteak, please. <laughs> just, you know, just walked away waiting for my order. Oh, a tourist. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I managed to get some cheesesteaks. How long has it been since you've you've been to Philly? You said uh, twenty years. Like, well, that was the last time I've had a cheesesteak. I can't. Re- I went to Philadelphia for um, a wedding, my cousin's wedding. Okay. Gosh, when was the last time I was there? It's been years. It has been years. My well, parents. My parents for, live uh, in Florida now, so I've been to Florida uh, so- sooner than I've been to back to Philadelphia. I like LA. Really? I, okay. I, I do like LA. See, okay, this is a great conversation point. Okay. And I hate to, I, you know, I hate to bring it up again, but no, me right. and my girlfriend go back and forth with with California, living there. Okay. I went to LA for E3 multiple times. Right. And, you know, downtown LA, I should specify. Mm-hmm. Not the biggest fan. So I need you <laughs> as someone who you like LA, like you like it enough to be like, ah, Philly. I like LA. I need you to. What am I missing? Because she, she has told me, like, it's not as bad as you think. And I'm like, I don't know. I Like, what I've experienced what I thought was L.A. Well, like, here's the thing. <clears throat> what do you want out of L.A.? Just to live here? Well, for her, yeah, to live here. I guess for me, maybe there's more career opportunities, maybe, because you get to network a little bit more. Uh, um, a, every- a lot of events I've traveled to have been in L.A., but now they're starting to set things up in New York. Yeah. So- so I don't know how viable is your that girlfriend is, but... a, a does she a performer? Does she want to be? Does she want to move here for a career? And you know, mm, no. Did I you talk about not... this? If you don't want to talk about it, I understand. No, 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 no. By all oh. means, no. It, 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 she she does uh, makeup. She's she's like oh. she does freelance work for that. So she, I guess she could find something in like an acting business. Quite frankly, um, but she also um... is she a makeup stylist. Uh, yeah, she okay. does that. Like she does, like pretty much art on people's faces, and it's really, really, really cool. Oh, cool. Um, but she, she's also like an illustrator. She's or she's. I'm sorry, I should say she's getting her degree in illustration. Very. Cool. She's got a lot of a lot of art talent, and so um, I feel like it would probably benefit her more than me. But like I've always, <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to get into voice acting, right? And oh. so I don't. I, I yeah, absolutely. You know, that's kind of something I've. I'm wa- I don't want to say I'm waiting for the right time because that's kind of like a procrastinator's famous last words. Uh, but I, I definitely – it's something I've I've played with 
Uh, I've done like little things like, uh, you know, YouTube radio shows where I'll be a voice in, in someone's show or, or mods and just very little, little work in the scheme of things. Nothing paid, of course, but each time I did it, I was like, that was fun. But I know I'm not like trained. I don't know how to control, pardon me, my voice. <laughs> I don't have, I, I, yeah, I swear I didn't have coffee. That would have been <laughs> <back up> on me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, I, I, I don't have that trained voice, but it's something I've always toyed with. So, yeah, like going to L.A. would be beneficial for me maybe if i took that route but i also don't have like talent or an agency i'm not special like that i don't know what that's like <laughs> I, I i it's not you know it's not special you like, just i would love to just be at, at like a dinner with a friend and you're sitting there and phone rings and you know, i see brian just take it out oh it's my agent hold on i've got a, i've got another gig be right back <laughs> I got to go out to the car to record a commercial copy for a, a, a you know radio spot. You know, it's uh here's the deal, man. I I mean, I like California. There's certain things about California I don't like. There's certain things about Los Angeles I don't necessarily like. It's very expensive to live here. I mean, right. the sales tax on items that are taxed is like 9.75%. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a fixer upper in the valley could be six hundred and fifty thousand dollars to buy a house here Jeez. yeah and it's you know there's there's different aspects of living here i mean i'm i like the valley i'm a valley guy some people might you know you're either a uh well i don't know i'm making up categories but you know there's people that love venice they love the feel of venice beach they love the the you know the people and the the community there there's people that love you know more you know, not many. I don't think anyway, many people in my profession that are like in downtown L.A. Most people are either, you know, the upper echelon. I call them the, <laughs> the, the aristocrats live in like Calabasas, Agoura Hills, mm-hmm. um, different places. Some of them live in Malibu. Some of them live along like Topanga Canyon. It's you know, th- those are the, the nice swank places. And but most people live in the valley. I live in the valley. Um but it's expensive to live here. Um, it's a weird time. I mean, this weekend, if you were to move here, nobody would be around. If you think there was no foot traffic in Philadelphia. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's people like mobbing the stores right now. But but yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, there's there's certain things about it. I like it. I like I like the weather. Okay. Like you, if after you've been here a year or two, your your blood will be different. Like 65 degrees will be like, I need a sweater. <laughs> like, you know, like. The, yeah. And you, that's an East Coaster saying that. So yeah. I, yeah. I believe you. The first uh-huh. the first the first year I was here, I my I had I hadn't transitioned into having my blood close to the surface or anything like that. I the first winter <laughs> I'm going out in flip flops and mesh shorts with a T-shirt and everybody's mm-hmm. wearing coats and scarves. And I'm like, what's the problem? It's is awesome. It's, <laughs> it's 58 degrees in like no in uh, yeah, December. It's yeah. great. But it only took a year or two, and I was just, like, converted. I mean, everything – the weather's gorgeous here. I love the blue skies. I love – I like being in the car, you know? Like, if if you're not used to traffic, you're not going to like it here. <laughs> it's, uh, I was going to ask you It is that. traffic, man. It's like uh, okay. everywhere, everywhere is an hour away. Like, you got to get uh. – if you live in Santa Clarita Valley and you live in, a, in the middle of Santa Clarita and you got to get to Burbank – it's going to take you about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, sometimes two hours if there's what's called a SIG alert, which is uh, a lane closure. Everywhere, like if I have to go to Lowe's, all right, honey, I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a 15 minute drive, but I'm like, wow. I don't know how long I'll be. I'll probably be back in an hour, hour and a half. 
Uh, I'm only exaggerating a little bit, but yeah, it's. I like I like certain things out here. Now that I have kids, I mean, you could take them to 90 different places. Like I took them to, my wife and I took them to the Autry Museum of the American West and saw their their exhibits. You can go to the LA Zoo. You can go to museums on Museum Row. You can, you know, I was disappointed with the beaches because when I first moved here, I was just like I saw movies and. Van Halen videos with David Lee Roth singing California Girls and, you know, and, and the water's ice cold. It's rocky. Oh. I, I, I used to, you know, I met my wife in Wildwood, Wildwood, New Jersey. Beautiful, big, soft sand beaches where you can body surf and not be afraid of riptides all the time. And the mm. water was like 68 to 72 degrees in August. It was beautiful. Wow. Out here, it's ice cold. Now, now I know why everybody wears wetsuits to surf because it's like really cold water, and I never knew I never knew the traffic patterns of water. That like when I was a kid, I went to Wildwood, New Jersey, on the beaches. We get the warm water that you know rushes up from South America, California. <laughs> we get the water from Alaska because that's the, that's how that rolls. Okay, but yeah, so the, you know, I learned a little bit there. I did not know that. Yeah, neither did I until I moved here, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then I had to look it up. But yeah, <laughs> hey Judah, what's up? Come here, baby boy. Come here. Oh, we have a special guest. Say, yeah, wow. special, a special guest. Can you say, hi, Maddie? Say, hi, hi Maddie. Really? Oh, <laughs> can you, That's awesome. Can you go back? Can you go back to mama? What do you need, buddy? <laughs> this is a great moment. Yeah? We're listening in live on Brian T. Delaney. Come here. You say, bye-bye, Maddie. Goodbye. Maddie says goodbye. Go back to mama. That's Maddie. That's that's what he looks like. Well, that's what he looked like five years ago. All right. That's not masculine, Maddie. (laughs) (laughs) Bye bye, Judah B. I love you, buddy. Sorry, pal. My uh No, you're good. Are we are we am I holding you up? You know, I, I we I, we got to wind it up. I am so sorry. We got to no, wind it up. That's that is no problem at all. No problem. That was at that all. was we, my youngest. That was my youngest, Judah. Well, and he said hi, hi, Maddie. He's two. Wow. Yeah. yeah, when I uh when I booked Fallout 4, I had two kids and I was going to say I I, I remember <laughs> two being yeah. the number. Yeah. And by <laughs> the end I had three and in there 2017 we, we were blessed with a fourth. And you just kind of met the fourth one. But um but yeah, I uh I, I forgive me for uh, doing this to you, pal. But uh... oh, dude, we had an hour planned. We're twenty minutes over. Okay, cool. you, you gave me you gave me more than your time, more than enough of your time. Right? All so, right. Well, it was and, uh, great to catch up with you, man. Yeah, and uh, absolutely, say hey to say hey to Lone next time you you cross paths with him. I I, I should email him. I don't know what I did with his email address because I don't keep things. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't keep contacts. I'm like a weirdo. Like if I don't write it down in my book because I'm mm-hmm. like uh, old, I. Uh, I lose it, but like you know, if uh, if you hit him up, tell him to, you know you can shoot me an email so I can lock and load it in my in my contacts. But yeah, tell him I said hey if you talk to him. I and, can shoot uh, him, uh, shoot him, or shoot you his email. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to please do that. Chime, man. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing well. It's it's <laughs> it's really nice to chat with you, buddy. It's uh, absolutely. It's, it's nice to catch up. Long, I know, right? We have to we have to stay in touch. I gotta know how the the mini Delaney's are doing. You know, <laughs> sprinting around the house and <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, all right, pal. 
All right, we're going to wrap up the show. We hope you guys enjoyed this uh, very special episode of the Ham Radio Podcast. And uh, we'll, we'll be back to a much more boring, normal one <laughs> next week. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Maddie. Take care, guys. Right. Take care. See you guys later. Bye.